waking up without limbs. The incredible story of Wendy Wallace, the most positive and happy quad amputee you'll ever meet. On episode number 242 of the Beyond Adversity podcast with Dr. Brad Miller. I had an unusual swelling on my leg, which later, and they won't confirm or deny, but for the most part, we determined that the bacteria came through a ingrown hair on my leg, which oh my is gosh. really scary. So yeah, they said, okay, here's your choice. You can say your goodbyes, or we're going to amputate both hands and both feet. And my husband is standing there, he's crying, and the doctor's like, okay, you get to choose. And I was like, uh, yeah, no, I'm not ready. They need me. I need them. Just do what you have to do. And the lights went back out on me. And when I woke up after the three week total, I had bandages where my hands and feet had been. Welcome to the Beyond Adversity podcast with Dr. Brad Miller, the show dedicated to helping you crush adversity and succeed in life. Brad believes you deserve a life that is fulfilling and impactful. And this show is designed to help you navigate beyond adversity and achieve your life of peace, prosperity, and purpose. Now, here's Dr. Brad. Hello, good people, and welcome to Beyond Adversity with Dr. Brad Miller. It is indeed a pleasure and a privilege for you to allow me to come into your life, into your earbuds, or wherever you're going today. And for me to speak into your life, I'm coming to you today from the Loft Studios just out of Indianapolis, Indiana, where I live in this cold, snowy, wintry day. And we're here to talk about you and your life and how we can speak into your life, especially if you've had something difficult in your life. Beyond Adversity is all about helping you to navigate adverse life conditions and to come to your life of peace and prosperity, and purpose. You can always head over to drbradmiller.com for now over 240 episodes of this podcast, which are designed to help you to grow through what you go through. You can head over to drbradmiller.com slash 40 day way for our starter guide for our ACTS program, ACTS, which will help you to develop your PLP, your personal life plan to get you through adversity the ACTS plan stands for taking action, connecting with a higher power, thinking with discipline, and serving others with love. Our guest today is serving others with love indeed in her life, even after incredible, almost unbelievable adversity. How would you like in your life to be relatively well-off, well-to-do physically and health-wise, and then become sick? deathly sick with a bacterial infection and wake up one morning in the hospital and find yourself a quadruple amputee. That's the story of Wendy Wallace here today. She calls herself the most happy and positive quad amputee you'll ever meet. You're going to hear her incredible story today here on episode number 242. And hear her story and how she navigated this incredible adversity in her life. And we're going to come back on our next episode, episode 243, for the second part of this interview, where Wendy's going to share some insights for you to help you to get over whatever 
adversity is happening in your life and know that you can do it. She has indeed an incredible story of tribulations in her life, but she also offers a word to you of comfort and encouragement. In fact, she calls her life One Exceptional Life, and her website is oneexceptionallife.com. Our guest today on Beyond Adversity, Wendy Wallace. Let's get into our conversation with Wendy right now. Today, Wendy Wallace is with us, and she blogs at oneexceptionallife.com. And she calls herself the most happy and the most positive and happy quad amputee you'll ever meet. We welcome to Beyond Adversity, Wendy Wallace. Wendy, welcome. Thank you so much. It's an honor to be here. Indeed, it is an honor to have you join us here today. And what our podcast is all about is trying to be helpful to people who have had some challenges in life to help them find a process to get through it. And you've had a few uh, significant challenges in your life uh, and that you've developed a pathway forward. But let's hear your story a little bit about you may have more than one, but I know you have a primary a challenge that you share with folks in your mm-hmm. teaching. And just take us through the story a little bit about uh, the challenge that you faced and how that's kind of led you a little bit to where, what you're doing. Okay. Now. Well, um, I am a wife and mom of three. They're adult children. I've got a new grandbaby who's about one. And about 11 years ago, back in 2011, I was doing the mom thing, running the kids around. And um, I started to come down with what I thought was flu symptoms. But after a couple of days in bed trying to beat it, it became evident I wasn't going to beat it and we needed a little help. So my husband insisted we go to the hospital. And when I got there, I needed oxygen. In fact, we actually needed to call an ambulance to get me there so I could have oxygen. And it's only a half hour drive to the hospital. So I remember the oxygen mask and fighting with the doctor because I'm claustrophobic and the mask scared me. (laughs) But that was the last thing I remember. They put the oxygen mask on my face. And it was over. Um, I was in a medically induced coma for three weeks. And the day after I got there, they ended up life lighting me up to a local, bigger teaching hospital where they could better care for me. And when I got there, the doctors told my husband, okay, she's got flesh eating bacteria. It's called necrotizing fasciitis. And prepare yourself because she's not going to live through this one. And oh my, <laughs> my husband just said, uh-uh, that's not happening today. And he just said, you know, you don't know my God and you do not know what he's capable of. You do what you need to do and I'll start praying. And so my family rallied the troops, the church. Um, I had a business that I ran from home and we had friends and business people all over the country. And you know how social media is. Word gets out. And sure. people started praying. And God heard those prayers. And in spite of the fact that I needed five or six surgeries just to remove the growing bacteria that was eating my body, eventually they realized I wasn't going anywhere, but in order to save my life, they needed to amputate. And it was at that point, they took me out of the coma to tell me what was going on and ask my permission, which I think is kind of weird. I 
thought I was taking a yeah. nap for all I knew. And they just said. Okay. So just to be clear, when you, when you went to sleep, when you went to sleep, when they put the oxygen on you, you were kind of really unaware about the severity of your condition. Exactly. I was still thinking I just was having trouble breathing because of the whatever bug I caught. Flu, flu or something yeah. like that. Okay. And, you know, also I had an unusual swelling on my leg, which later, and they won't confirm or deny, but for the most part, we determined that the bacteria came through a ingrown hair on my leg, which oh is gosh. really scary. Um, so, yeah, they said, okay, here's your choice. You can say your goodbyes or we're going to amputate both hands and both feet. And my husband is standing there, he's crying, and the doctor's like, okay, you get to choose. And I was like, uh, yeah, no, I'm not ready. They need me. I need them. Just do what you have to do. And yeah. the lights went back out on me. And when I woke up, after the three-week total, I had bandages where my hands and feet had been. What a shock. Yeah. <laughs> oh I didn't see it coming. I had no idea what was happening. So just to kind of get a slight background on that, you you had that you think it came with this ingrown hair, it had it been bothering you or whatever? It no. been had you had any history of anything along this line? These crazy no. whatever this crazy disease. No, was? it was huh. my leg was starting to swell up, which I thought was weird, but I wasn't feeling good, so I didn't think that much into it. But it's right. the only thing that we can figure could have caused it. And the bacteria does Gosh. come through like an open cut or a sore or something like that. Oh, my goodness. Wow. So tell me, Wendy, tell me what, before we get into how you got out of this, uh, uh, you know, how you chose to navigate beyond this. Give me a little bit of what life was like in that first days, weeks, when you first came out of this. You've had this incredible trauma to your body and then drama with your family. And a blow had to be a blow to your emotions and to your spiritual life and your psyche and everything. And you were asleep. You're basically out of it, asleep much of that time. What was life like for you in the first, uh, I don't know, two weeks, a month, whatever it was that you had to kind of deal with the shock of what happened to you? Tell me about life then. I was in the hospital for two months and then I went to rehab for another month. And truly, there I have very little memory of what was going okay. on. In fact, I remember going to a checkup several months later and my husband was so excited because all the nurses and all the doctors were like, yay, she survived. And he was so excited to take me and show me, kind of show me off to these people. And I, nothing looked familiar. The people, I didn't recognize any mm. of it, but I do remember wow. when I woke up praying to God and my favorite scripture has always been Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, which says, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not into thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he will direct thy paths. And I mm, prayed that great scripture, to yeah. God. And I said, oh, Lord, I don't know what this is going to look like. I'm a mom. How am I going to 
care for my husband and kids and run the house and run my business. And how am I going to do this? You know, I can't do this without you. So I'm going to choose to trust you for some whatever reason you have for allowing this to happen in my life. We're in this together and I'm going to need you. And that is so clear to me. And and in fact, them waking me up is very clear. The rest of it is a blur. Um, (laughs) But I do remember just confusion. What am I going to do now? Why did this happen to me? What did I do? Where do I go from here? How am I going to some of the bargaining type of thing? How am I going to be mom? Yeah. Yeah. How about some of the physical manifestations? You, you know, you had hands and feet and now you don't, you have bandages or whatever the situation was. What was going on with you kind of psychologically or emotionally about just that physical blow, literally, you know, blow to your body. There was a lot of sadness. And, you know, obviously having to lean on strangers to do the most personal things for me was humbling. And I was scared because I was so accustomed to doing things by myself. And I didn't know. Well, you said you're a business, you said you, you're, you know, your mom and the, and a wife and ran the household and had a business. That's a lot on anybody's mm-hmm. plate in the best of circumstances. Yeah. And here you are with this dramatic change of your situation. Yeah. I think the biggest part was just, where do we go from here? What What is my future mm-hmm. going to look like? Our kids were teenagers at the time. So I had the help that I needed. You know, they, I always taught yeah. them how to, help and they knew how to cook and clean and do their own laundry and all of those things. Um, right. But, and, and interestingly enough, a lot of times I get the question, well, were you angry at God? And I wasn't because mm-hmm. I have always understood that God has a reason for allowing things in our lives. Mm-hmm. And at that point I didn't know what they were. But I needed to figure it out so that I could move forward. And sometimes. Yeah. Well, let's. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, Sometimes what? I want to get that little bit in there. Sometimes what? And it's funny because it took me a really long time to figure this out. But sometimes God gives you opportunities to see what you're going to make of it before he starts guiding us. And that's what happened. Well, let's let's go with. Yeah, let's go with that for a second. You mentioned a couple of times here, Wendy, about, okay, what's next? And what's the, what is, you know, what can I do with this opportunity here? So let's just talk for uh, a minute or two, uh, Wendy, about what you did next. Because obviously you can't do things exactly the way you did them before. You already mentioned just some of the household duties, mm-hmm. the laundry and other things like that. Your kids had to help, whatever it, the situation was. But let's talk about the actions that you took to get yourself to a better place or a new place, uh, kind of emotionally and spiritually, even physically. Mm-hmm. What are some of the things that you did? What were some of the things you did to, you know, to go these next the, steps? The next steps were to try and figure out why this had to happen. And so that was a lot of prayer 
and Bible study, either on my own or with our church family. Um, Mm -hmm. And I came to realize, and, and along the way, I'm picking up pieces of clarity, I guess. And I learned that things happen not always because of something that we have done, but because God needs needs to use it for mm-hmm. whatever his purpose is. And so that was the spiritual side of thing. I've always been optimistic and I've always been thankful. So I always looked for blessings in disguise, you know, it's always a silver lining in every dark cloud. I've always believed that. And so counting Mm -hmm. my blessings on a daily basis kept me in a fairly decent mindset along with daily conversations with the Lord. When you say you were counting your blessings, were you specific about that? What I mean by that is, were you, you know, just kind of journal saying, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm grateful, but by counting your blessings indicates to me you almost had a checklist, grateful for my husband or my friends, my church folks, my family, whatever it was. Were you grateful in that kind of specific way? I think when we are in a negative headspace, we tend to focus on what we're focusing on. So as long as I focused on positive things, I was good. So, you know, like, for Mm -hmm. instance, what's to be thankful for today? Well, the sun is out. We got rain the other night. I know you said you're struggling with the rain where you are, but we got rain. The garden is growing. And so just it's it's beyond that. I'm thankful for I survived and my family and I've got people to care for me and somebody to do the laundry. It's beyond that. It's just finding just more things stretching that gratitude muscle i love that stretching that gratitude muscle cuz you know the uh, the opposite is probably more common what i mean by the opposite is people just kind of say no whining or why me or kind of spiral mm-hmm. into a, a bad place you know emotionally or spiritually or in their relationships are impacted or they get kind of stuck mm-hmm. in where they're at. And that's often the case. And you chose to do something different by having, you know, this added, uh, your attitude of gratitude and by seeing what you had instead of what you didn't have. And then that's awesome. But let's go a little bit deeper, Wendy, about the, I call it the connection to higher power about your spiritual life or about anything to do with uh, how your inner life then uh, was manifested in your outer life. And so let's talk about the importance of that. How did that change or did it change? Or let's talk about your spiritual development during this process. The fact- you mentioned you didn't hate God, no. but you go, go, go where, where did you go then? Where did you go? I just, I spent more time in the Bible and I found so many promises of God that I will never leave you and forsake you. And I am always there for you. And faith is something that people, oh, that's all great. You got your faith, yada, yada, whatever that means, right? Well, faith Mm -hmm. isn't, it doesn't heal you, but it gives you the courage and the strength to get through the hard times. Um, I spent a lot of time studying 
and and wanting to get to know the Lord more because let's face it without his guidance I had nothing no place else to go so you know when we have struggles in our lives we can either do it with him or we can do it without him so Mm. I chose to go with him and in the process my faith just got stronger so in any type of struggle whether it's you know, a big old bill coming up that's a little overwhelming or whatever. That's my go-to is to lean on the Lord and just know that through all things, because remember, I've chosen to trust him, not lean on my own understanding and why, you know, I was never going to figure this out on my own, but to lean on him and then he would direct my paths. Okay, we're going to pause the recording there and come back to the rest of our incredible message and story of Wendy Wallace on episode 243, which will come up in a, a few days here after you hear this recording. This is episode 242 with Wendy Wallace, where she really shared what an incredible story, huh? What an amazing story of what she went through losing her limbs and how to learn how to do life again and so many ways. Let's talk about just a couple of take of takeaways that we learned from Wendy here today. She talked about trust, trust in the Lord and trust in others, trust in her family and even trusting in strangers. She mentioned the scripture from Proverbs 3 about trust in the Lord, but she also found that she had to put her trust in situations that were out of the norm for someone who was used to not only taking care of herself, but taking care of others. And the reality of losing her limbs meant that she had to adjust her situation. So perhaps there were some limitations that way, but she saw them as opportunities. She saw God giving her an opportunity for doing some new things in some new ways. And it led her to ask the question about, What's next? Meaning, what can I do next? What is the opportunity is next? And she began to think about what was the next steps given her present circumstances and to humble herself in that process. So those are the lessons I want you to get here. Trust, humility, and opportunity. And I think we can learn there. And I thank uh, Wendy for sharing her story. And I love the fact you're going to hear more of her story in episode number 243. And in that story, she's going to be talking about none of the lessons that she learned in her life, but then what she can teach you and what she has to share with you and others about seeing the possibility, seeing opportunities and possibilities when you think things may be going wrong, when things may be going south, see what is possible and to see the positive things in life. You remember her her theme and what she is all about as the most positive and happy quad amputee you'll ever meet. She blogs at oneexceptionallife.com, and her name is Wendy Wallace. She has some great things on her site, including a free gift there. I invite you to go and check out Wendy Wallace. Here at the Beyond Adversity podcast, we're all about bringing you great stories about Wendy Wallace and other folks who speak into your life. We talk about the five adversities people face generally, depression, divorce, disease, debt, 
and death, and how there's we have experts over 240 episodes to speak in each one of those areas of life and many others. You can count on me, Dr. Brad Miller, and you can count on our, our guest speakers to speak into your life and give you some practical advice about how to navigate adversity in your life and achieve your life of peace, prosperity, and purpose. Always go over to drbradmiller.com for that great catalog of uh, back episodes and go to drbradmiller.com slash 40 day way for some information of our starter kit about our ACTS plan, ACTS plan, which will help you derive and develop your own PLP, your personal life plan, which is going to help you to get, help you to grow through what you go through and achieve a life of peace and prosperity and purpose. We're here to serve and we love you. My name is Dr. Brad Miller and we'll see you next time here on the Beyond Adversity podcast. And remember to always do all the good that you can. Thank you for listening to the Beyond Adversity podcast with Dr. Brad Miller. You can find a complete archive of all episodes at drbradmiller.com. That's drbradmiller.com. Or subscribe for free through Apple Podcasts and never miss an episode. Each week, we bring you a message to crush adversity and live your life of peace, prosperity, and purpose.